everyone, and welcome to another episode of What the Chow, your friendly neighborhood non-misogynistic hockey podcast. We are your hostesses. I'm Natalia. And I'm Haley. And, and we're, we're in the, the same, same room, room. <laughs> which is so exciting. This is the first time we've ever met, and it's so fun. I'm hanging out with Nat in California, doing all the California things. I got in and out for the first time, and it was delicious. Gonna go to a Ducks game, drive on the Pacific Coast Highway, we're going to Disneyland. All kinds of fun stuff. Crossing off all the things on the California bucket list. <laughs> yeah, this is my first time in California, so it's really exciting to get to finally like meet you and go to California for the first time and hang out with you. It's been so fun being your tour guide so far. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see where else we go and what else we get up to. Yeah, and since we didn't have an episode last week, we have a lot to update you guys on, starting with the fact that we got a Sarah nurse notice on Instagram Ah, <laughs> we made her highlight post for Black History Month and she liked it and she commented on it with three muscle emojis and I freaked out when I got the notification and Natalia was asleep. <laughs> I would be, of course, out of all the places I could possibly be when Sarah Nurse commented on her Instagram, I was taking a nap. Um, most amazing thing to wake up to, which yeah. was super cool. I was texting her and I was hoping my notifications would wake her up. I was like, Natalia, wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> so Sarah Nurse knows our little podcast exists and that's super exciting. We'll also be getting to see her at the Secret Dream Gap Tour this week. Yeah, the PWHPA finals are later this week. Semi, We're going to the semifinals. Um, so we're going to get to see Sarah Nurse in action, which is so exciting. If you guys are going to that, we would love to meet you. So drop us a line. Tell us if you're going. Yeah. Um, it'd be super cool to meet up with some of you guys, too. Yeah. In other news, the PHF announced that the 2023 Isabel Cup playoffs will be occurring in Boston and Toronto from March 16th to 20th with the championship game um, on March 26th. And speaking of Boston, the <laughs> Bruins are the fastest team in all of NHL history to reach 100 points in a season. They did that in just 61 games. Insane. Absolutely insane. They're killing it this season. They're kind of scary. I'm oh, yeah. They're, they're terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> they are terrifying. And only continuing to get more terrifying as the season goes on. More on that later. Um, in other news, the Nashville Predators announced on Sunday that general manager David Powell, their only GM to date, is retiring after 26 seasons with the club. They also announced that our man Barry Trotz, who was the first coach in Predators history, will be taking over as Nashville's next general manager. AKA, I'm super sad that he's not coming back to coach the Islanders. AKA, I'm super <laughs> sad that he's not coming back to coach the Capitals. But it is what it is. Congrats to him. Like, that's, yeah, like, that's, that's so a huge awesome. role. We love to see it and cannot wait to see what he does in Nashville. And um, we're really only sharing this so that Haley can share her fantastic pun. But uh, Mika Zibanejad and his wife Irma are going to be having a baby. So Zibanejad is going to be a Zibanejad. <laughs> Had to get one bad dad joke there. <laughs> Literal dad joke. Literal dad we joke. We love it. You're so right. <laughs> and um, as you guys know, the trade deadline passed on Friday. So we have a bunch of trades to talk about. Um there were obviously so many trades that we would probably have like a 13-hour episode if we talked about them all. So we're just going to highlight and chat about the biggest and best ones that we saw. Um, but if you guys need to catch up on the ones that we aren't mentioning, um, we're going to be posting a little recap on our stories for you to check out. Yeah. Um, so starting off with Jacob Chikrin, he went to Ottawa for a 2023 first-round pick. 
a 2024 second round pick and a 2026 also second round pick um he's been a great fit for the senators already he got two points in his first two games um but the reason why he stands out as one of the best trades to us is actually because of his grandpa oh the cutest (laughs) one of the sweetest interactions we've ever seen we love a good wholesome family moment but um jacob chikrin's family is actually originally from ottawa and his grandpa is a big fan of senators um his grandpa had one of the best and like most canadian reactions to his first goal um he was not only like beaming with pride but he was also doing it with a donut and a coffee from tim hortons in his other hand so um it was very very sweet and they showed his reaction to jacob and it was just very very sweet because he got all emotional yeah you could just like feel the pride like radiating off of him and then he was like this donut's pretty tasty too (laughs) it was awesome so we love to see him playing for his grandpa's favorite team super cool yeah and more family moments in (laughs) trades uh we saw the first brother for brother trade in the nhl between uh the ritchie brothers nick ritchie got traded to calgary for brett ritchie who's now in arizona uh calgary also got troy stetcher and arizona got connor mackey uh chris from late arrivals shout out to our friends will be happy to hear that we no longer have a reason to dislike the oats i will not be commenting at this time (laughs) um jonathan quick was traded in a three-way trade with the columbus blue jackets in vegas um he first went to columbus for vladislav gavrikov and jonas corpusalo um CBJ got quick a conditional 2023 first round pick and a 2024 third round pick. Um, the entire thing was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, CBJ didn't really get a whole lot back from Vegas. Um, they got goalie Michael Hutchinson in a seventh round pick in the 2025 NHL draft. That seems like they got chipped. Yeah. Like a seventh round pick. Yeah. Like, here's your bag of pucks, bud. <laughs> thanks for thanks for a good goalie. <laughs> like, What? <laughs> It's kind of random. Um, I was honestly kind of surprised by this one. I thought that Quick would retire as the Kings goalie. Um, It would have been kind of great if he didn't get traded to a team that was in our division so that he could stop making my life miserable whenever we play those teams. But um, it is what it is. (laughs) Um, We'll see how he does in Vegas. I think he's already picked up a win. So, yeah, we'll see. All right. And uh, Timo Meyer. Uh, was traded to the Devils in exchange for four players and three picks. We're not going to make you sit through us trying to pronounce the names of all the other players <laughs> involved in that trade because we know that's a struggle for us. <laughs> we can uh, pop up the graphic on our story if you want to see it. Um, and it looks like the Devils are prepping for a deep playoff run. And like, honestly, I'm here for it. They're going to be a fun team to watch as we get closer to playoffs. And uh, Meyer already scored a goal in his debut as a devil. So I think that was a great pickup. Their top six is so good. Like, it's it's so awesome. Yeah. I think he's, I don't know if he's playing alongside Heesher or Hughes, but either way, that's amazing. And the devils are killing it this season. So yeah. we love to see it. I think they're going to make a Gosh, pretty decent. Gosh, the so stacked. Oh, they're terrifying over there. They're <laughs> <laughs> so scary. Um. I think we should probably talk about who we think won the trade deadline. Let's do like a top three. Yeah. Um, I feel like the Rangers oh. picking up Vladimir Tarasenko and Patrick Kane. Um, they picked up two of the star players to watch at the deadline. Like 
even if they had just picked up one of them, they would have been scary, but they picked <laughs> up both. And yeah. um, they're already pretty terrifying to play against because yeah. their top six is crazy good. Oh, their top six is Oh my gosh, incredible. It's, it's, yeah. There's so much talent there. Um, and we've already seen Tarasenko thriving over there. We think Kane is going to just add to that. And then they also added Nico Mikola in the back, and he's playing with Adam Fox. Um, I think they were already cup contenders, but they're definitely solidifying that spot. And um, I think they're going to be a team to watch as we progress through the rest of the season, for sure. Yeah, I think so, too. Side note, I just love the name Nico Mikola. Oh, it's so fun. That is such a fun we name. We love a fun name. <laughs> um, another team that I think really won, and I'm not biased at all, but <laughs> the Bruins got two of my caps, uh, Dimitri Orlov and Garnet Hathaway, and then they got Tyler Bertuzzi as well. They made their defense so much stronger with the addition of Dimitri Orlov. He's already killing it. Oh, yeah. Um, he was named first star in the NHL this week because uh, he scored nine points in his first four games, which, like, I don't know why he couldn't do that on the caps. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he was he was really good in our cup run and then kind of and then just, he wasn't like, <laughs> fell off i i'm not surprised that he got traded but like i'm glad he's doing so well with the bruins that's always the best right when you have a player who's kind of floundering on your team and you go and i, I mean i guess you could that could go either way like maybe it's not fun watching him going and thriving somewhere else but yeah <laughs> i well, don't know i was happy and also sad when he was made first star in the yeah it's like good job or love why can't you do it maybe that has um so a strong defense is, like, really important going into the playoffs, and the Bruins really seem like they've improved their chances at the Cup with these pickups. I mean, they also tacked on two really solid forwards with Bertuzzi and Hathaway. Like, they just added the elements, I think, that they need to take the Cup yeah, this year. I think so, too. Like, I really think they're going to prove us right in our prediction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think the third team I would pick... Um, it's probably the Maple Leafs. Oh, yeah. Um, they added Ryan O'Reilly. They added Noel Achari. They added um, Luke Shen. Um, we've already seen Ryan O'Reilly killing it. Um, unfortunately, he's out with a broken finger, and they just announced this morning that he's on LTIR, but he's kind of provided a lot of momentum, and I feel like they can probably continue to take that momentum and make a stride into the playoffs here. I think it's time. <laughs> it is about time we see the Leafs make a deep run in the yeah. playoffs. I think this could be the year they do it. Yeah. Like, and I think really Luke Shen is a really solid defenseman. Having him on the back end there is really going to help as well. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think those are the top three. Yeah. Rangers, Bruins, Leafs. They absolutely killed the trade yeah. deadline. <laughs> <laughs> they, did a, they did a great job. As for um, some teams that did not kill the trade deadline. Yeah. Um... Our teams did not kill the trade deadline. You would think between three teams, we would have one team that had, like, a really, really solid trade deadline. Yeah. But, eh. I mean, the Ducks didn't do poorly. They just, they, they weren't going to be flashy. It wasn't going to be a yeah, flashy yeah, trade yeah, deadline yeah. for them at all. Um, we got rid of a couple of the defensemen that we were very likely going to get rid of. I didn't think that Kulikov or Klingberg were going to stay for very long. Um... Going into that, Dmitry Kulikov, we got, we traded him for Brock McGinn and a third round pick to Pittsburgh. Um, I don't really know much about Brock McGinn, but I hope he's cool. <laughs> That's all we can do. Yeah, I liked Kulikov. So if we get cool back for cool, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm not mad. Yeah. Um, we also traded John Klingberg to Minnesota in exchange for Nikita Nesterenko and Ducks legend Andre 
Suster. <laughs> legend. We had him for a little bit. <laughs> um, don't really know that he did much for us, but I'm happy to have him back, I guess. Um, and then we also got a 2025 fourth round pick. I, like I said, I really wasn't expecting anything flashy. I think it's a pretty basic trade deadline for us, but um, I'm not mad at it. I was a little worried about how our defense would be after lo- after losing them, but we look pretty solid, so I'm yeah, good with it. Yeah, it hasn't been bad. Um, yeah. So for the Caps, besides Orlov and Hathaway, which we already talked about, uh, the Caps traded Marcus Johansson for a 2024 third-round pick. Uh, that was not a good trade. Yeah. Johansson is a pretty solid player, and he's really well-loved on the Caps. So trading him for a pick, just like, I don't know, that feels like a punch in the face or Ooh. something. Like, that feels... Like, yeah. I... Okay. If I was a player and I was traded for a pick, I would feel so bad about myself. Like, yeah, that that's kind such of a to my ego. <laughs> um, we also traded uh, Eric Gustafson and a 2023 first round pick for Rasmus Sandin. And we traded Lars Eller for a 2025 second round pick. I'm like not thrilled about our trades, I think Rasmus Sandin is a good pickup. Like, I think yeah. he's going to be good on our team. But otherwise, I'm kind of like, mm. we traded away some really well-loved and some pretty talented players, which We're not I, mean, I know lot. we're trying to, like, rebuild and retool and, like, make our team a little younger, which is needed. But, eh, could have been better. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I'm kind of excited to see what... Eric Gustafson does on the Leafs, though. Yeah. I think that'll be really cool to see. Yeah. Um, as for the Islanders, they basically did absolutely nothing as per usual. <laughs> Not surprised. No. Um, I mean, we obviously saw the Bo 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 trade, and um, that's been going really well. I think that's, oh, we've yeah. said it once, we'll say it again. Um, yeah. I'm not mad at that one at all. Um, we also acquired Pierre Engvall from the Maple Leafs for a third round pick in the 2024 draft. Honestly, not doing anything does not shock me. It's kind of a Lou Lamarillo specialty. Um, <laughs> honestly, I'm kind of just glad that he didn't blow our team up before he leaves. Um, he's in the final year of his contract with no extension offered so far. So I think most Islanders aren't too upset to see him go. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, geez. Okay. So we just like complained a little bit. So now we gotta, we gotta lighten it up. Yeah, exactly. Um, we want to follow up <laughs> on our, uh, romance episode. That was episode nine, right? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Our Valentine's Day episode. Um, cause we need to talk about Trevor Zegers and Jamie Drysdale. Who we have, um, now coined as Drygris. <laughs> Believe us when we say that we've tried all the mashups. That's, that's as good as it gets. That's as good as it gets. Um, so they were each on separate episodes of a podcast called The Players Lounge, which is kind of a ducks behind the scenes podcast. Um, Jamie was on for Valentine's Day and <laughs> he was asked, um, you know, what his Valentine's what's your Day Valentine's Day plan? Are... He's single. Uh, Trevor's single, and he was like, oh, me and Z will probably be cuddled up on the couch together. <laughs> and then he's shared that he's going to make the mistake dinner. Yeah, which... he's learning how to grill in his yep. in his injured season. Uh, he's going to make a mistake. <laughs> he's also learning to play guitar, 
Um, and he plays it when he sits on the roof with Trevor and watches the sunset. They're just too cute. <laughs> They're too cute. We were wishing that this was shared before our Valentine's Day post. Yeah. Episode. episode. <laughs> um, because, yeah. So we just had to take the opportunity to share because this is just too adorable and yeah. wholesome not to. And Trevor, on his episode, was like, roasting the hell out of jamie's guitar skills he was like he plays like three chords and he strums and then he waits, <laughs> and then he strums again and you don't know what he's playing and then he called him luke combs oh he no said he's getting fat <laughs> trevor like if if my best friend aka natalia i'm not gonna call you went luke on combs. a podcast and goes oh she's gaining weight uh, that'd be the end of our friendship i would never <laughs> I would give you permission to shoot me into the sun. <laughs> Literally, I would deserve it. But yeah. anyways, oh, these two. And Trevor said he was wearing his hat. Oh, yeah. Wearing because it's Jamie's favorite. Like, they're so in love. You can't convince me otherwise. They're adorable. <laughs> we love the bromance. We love to see it. <laughs> that was just a, a fun. Speaking moment. of things we love to see, it's everybody's favorite segment. Can, Can I, I ask, ask you a question? question? <laughs> okay. Um, we've got the hat. Yes, we should do. we should we, we answer the some questions? Ooh. Sorry about that, Pete. <laughs> we got the Caps Dad hat and um we're gonna we got questions. We did. We put a little box up on our stories and You guys sent us questions. Thanks for that. I'm so happy. We love to see it. Send us more questions. Please do. <laughs> okay. We can't keep stealing them from people on Twitter. <laughs> Random pick. We're gonna do three. So we are going to do what NHLer would you want to see host SNL? Oh goodness! So it has to be somebody with like good personality, like talk in front of people, a little bit funny. I feel like it's a cop out to pick Trevor Zegers, so I got to do better than this. Yeah. Um. Oh gosh, uh, I feel like the first one that came to my mind was Oshi. Ooh, I like it. I feel like he he would be good. He's like big personality he loves talking to people he's very outgoing i think he could be a good one i have no idea this is a hard one i saw this one on twitter i should have looked at the reply oh yeah i should have stolen one um who else mitch marner oh mitch marner you would be funny is just having like that trio like mitch marner william nylander austin matthews like that would be can can people do that is that a thing on snl why not yeah, let's see that. Okay. I like, I like that. that. Yeah. I feel like that'd be really entertaining. Like seeing them all in the skits and stuff like that. Oh, that's yeah. That's my pick. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. That's a fun question. I'd love to hear your answers to that question. Yeah. Tweet us what you guys think. Yeah. We'd love to see who who would be this who who would be the musical guest. On a on an NHL themed episode. Yeah. Oh gosh. Jamie Drysdale and his three chords. <laughs> Luke Combs. Luke Combs. <laughs> God. Oh, it could be the the aisles that made the song. The aisles. Oh, the song oh about my gosh! Where the boys of the aisles. We learned a lot of style. Please don't sing it. <laughs> Jordan Everly and the Bubble Hockey Boys who were there on yeah. that on that team. Yeah. yeah, they all thought that they were a boy band. I yeah, I nominate them. Jordan Everly, Matt Barzell, and whoever the heck else were learning how to play guitar in the bubble. <laughs> oh, that's okay. a fun one. I would love to see that. Me too. Okay. Let's see. If okay. you could create a reality TV show about hockey, who would you have in the cast? 
And this one comes from Brie. We're Bree. just doing all the TV shows I know. today. <laughs> we did not do this on purpose. <laughs> okay. So I feel like it has to be like a, almost like a documentary style reality, like a Keeping Up with the Kardashians Oh, or no. Like who would we keep up with? Keeping Up with the NHLers. Yeah. Who would be fun to like follow? I would love to like see a day in the life of pasta. Yeah. <laughs> Just like he's oh he could host SNL too. Oh he'd be fun. He'd be a really fun one. He could he honestly he should have his own rendition of Barbie Girl. Yeah. And he could sing that and be the musical guest. We love a man who can do both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would love to see a day in the life of pasta. Yeah. And like uh, another like cop out. I really want to be a fly on the wall in Jamie and Trevor's house. Oh my like, gosh, would I would love to see that. To see. That'd be so entertaining and probably a little bit disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like watching like a day in the life of Ovi would be so cool. Oh yeah. Cause he has, he has little ones too. Yeah. So be, like cute little like kid interactions and like Nastia's really cool. Yeah. I would maybe, you know what? Not even like, I, I guess this isn't really an answer because it, I guess it's, it's still technically about hockey, but can we just get, like, a day in the life of Nastia? <laughs> like, keeping up with Nastia. Yeah. yeah. Keeping up with the Ovechkins. Wait, we could do a reality show just about wags. Oh, my gosh. That'd be really interesting, actually. Yeah. I would tune in. Okay, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, last question. Uh, this one also comes from our friend Bree. Bree, you're killing it with the questions. Mm -hmm. Um, who would you like to have as a special guest on an episode besides the people that we always talk about, like Sarah and Trevor? Oh, who else gosh. would we like to have on? I would love to have a wag on. Like, yeah, I feel I, like that'd be really cool. I want to hear, like, Maddie Obey Cubell. Yeah. Is on TikTok, and she's very funny. Or um, Martin, Matt Martin's wife. Oh, my gosh, Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, Sydney. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, she's hilarious. She's so funny. Like, I would love to hear what it's like, what life as a wag is like. I would just love to have a conversation with her because she's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, like, I think it'd be really cool to chat with someone in, like, hockey ops. Yeah. Um, and kind of see what, I know we're kind of talking about a day in the life of all these different people, but I feel like seeing a day in the life of someone in hockey ops would be really, really cool. Yeah, one of those more, um, like, underrated Parts of yeah, them. or even like an equipment manager. Yeah, I want to interview the guy that sits in the penalty box. Oh yeah, <laughs> players. Oh my gosh, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'd love to hear like the craziest I things. I want to hear stories. About yeah, that. that would be good. Yeah, so if you're out there and you're the dude who sits in the penalty box, <laughs> hop on. <laughs> Come on the podcast. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Oh, those are fun questions. I like those. Yeah, those questions. You guys are great. Uh, okay, so we know that it's March, but since we didn't have an episode last week, we got to round off our Black History Month spotlight. Um, so this week we're talking about Dirk Graham. Um, he played for the Regina Pats, the Toledo Gold Diggers, not Gold Diggers, <laughs> Gold Diggers, we checked. which is a fun name, the Minnesota North Stars, Team Canada, and in the NHL, he played for the Chicago Blackhawks from 1988 to 1995. And we're highlighting him because he was actually the first Black player to be named captain, and he was also the first Black head coach in the league. He uh, was a phenomenal player in his first season with the Blackhawks. He topped the 30-goal mark for the first time and finished the season with 78 points, which was a career high for him. Uh, 10 of his 33 goals were shorthanded, 
and he is one of only four players to have 10 or more shorthanded goals in a season. So he's joining like some of the greats with that. Um, he won the Selkie Trophy in the 90-91 season. He was named captain of the Blackhawks in 1989, and he um, stayed captain through 1992, and he ended up retiring in 1995. And off the ice, he served as the assistant coach with Craig Hartsburg for the Blackhawks. Um, he's also been a scout for the for the Blackhawks, and he was also named head coach for the Hawks in the 89... Wow. <laughs> he was also named head coach for the Hawks in the 1998-1999 season, and he is currently a scout for the San Jose Sharks. Really cool guy. He really paved the way for people of color to be in leadership in the NHL, which is really, really cool. We love to see it. Yeah, and we've already thrown our um, highlight post up on Instagram if you would like to see that, see what he looked like, check out some more information about him. He's really cool. Yeah, and um, go back and check out some of the other players that we've talked about as well, because we've got a post highlighting three more players on our Instagram. Yep. Um, and what the chill pod. At what the chill pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love the plug. Alrighty, jumping into our three stars. Um, we mentioned him briefly in our previous episodes, so go back and listen to that. But um, we wanted to update now that we have more info. So our third star of the week is Anthony Duclair from the Florida Panthers. He raised $200,000 to assist black and minority youth players in hockey. Um, he started the Duclair Foundation, which will bring hockey to minority communities by creating hockey camps and other fun and inclusive activities in South Florida. Nice. Good for him. Yeah. I just, I just absolutely love players using their voice and their time and their money to make incredible impacts on their community. Yeah, definitely. Like, that's we'll awesome. Our second star of the week is Ethan Bear of the Vancouver Canucks. He runs the annual Ethan Bear Hockey Skills Camp in his hometown of Ochapawas First Nation. Um, and he runs it at the same arena that he grew up playing in. Uh, more than 100 boys and girls from across Canada are invited to attend the camp each summer with NHL players and former WHL players like Matthew Barzell and Keegan Colesar. Colesar, thank you. <laughs> His efforts to support and empower Indigenous youth um, kind of was brought to our attention because the Canucks held their fifth annual First Nations celebration game on March 2nd against the Wild. They had a special jersey that featured a Thunderbird crest in Algonquin design. The Thunderbird represents strength, power, and protection. We'll post a picture on our stories for you to see. It's a really, really sick jersey. Yeah, they're awesome. And there's so many sick details about it, too. Um, so go and look that up. They're just so cool. Yeah, and Love it's cool them. that it wasn't just a warm-up jersey. Like, yeah, they, they got played. to play in it where the whole it. game. So that's really special. Yeah, so... Lots of history there, lots of, like, cool elements that they included. Um, far too much to go into on the podcast, but definitely go check it out because it's awesome. Yeah. Um, our first star of the week is Marie-Philippe Poulin, who recorded 200 career points, becoming only the fifth player in Canada's national women's team history to do so. Wow. Um, yeah, crazy. This week, she was also named PWHPA's Forward of the Year. She's currently the points leader with... 20 points and 16 games played and she's also the first among forwards in both loose puck recoveries and block shots for the secret dream gap tour um she has like a ton of really impressive statistics this season so we'll put the post up on our stories if you want to check them out wow good for yeah. her this is the first time that she's been a star for us which oh, is wild yeah. um, we get to see her in action this week too i know very oh, exciting this is so exciting it's gonna be awesome so yeah yeah well, there we go. That about wraps up 
our episode of What the Chell This Week, All Things Trade. Yeah. And yeah, we're looking forward to having a great time hanging out, doing some hockey things. We'll um, update you guys on our next episode. We'll be recorded kind of after we've been to the uh, finals, after we've been to the Ducks game. Or, well, maybe not after we've been to the Ducks game. <laughs> but it's it's going to be a good time. So, yeah, we're excited about it. Thank you guys for tuning in. We absolutely love to hear what you guys have to say about What the Chell. So if you have any comments, concerns, questions... <laughs> Throw them at us. We yeah. would love to hear from you guys. Follow us everywhere at What the Chell Pod and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. And please leave us a star rating and preferably five stars. Yes, preferably. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, even if you're not on Apple Podcasts, pop over there, write us a review. We love your reviews and they help boost us in the algorithm so more people can hear What the Chell. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. That's about <laughs> it. All right. We will talk at you guys next week. We hope you have a lovely week and enjoy some hockey. It's going to be a good week. All righty. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.